in the shower, car, or on the can. As moms, we all know those are about the only times in a day where we are alone and sane, if we're lucky. That's why we created Mom Goal, a weekly podcast designed to give moms all they need to know to become moguls in 15 minutes or less. So lather up, turn up the volume, or stay secretly hiding in peace on the pot a bit longer. Let's go. It's time to get physical again with dietitian and Stronger You health coach, Maggie Watson, who is going to help us with how we can take care of ourselves post-pregnancy. Welcome back, Maggie. Thank you. So as we know, those early days, months, even years, I mean, Griffin's almost four, so it's still hard. <laughs> uh, we're at year four here, year four. Yeah. But seriously, how do we take care of ourselves after baby? I mean, and you did it after two babies, so yeah. spill the beans. You how know, do we do this? It is, I think it was probably one of the most humbling experiences of my life because I am, I've always been such a type A person, very much a planner. I can do whatever I set my mind to. And I'm going to do it well. But man, when you have kids running around, it is it changes things. So I think the biggest thing I learned in terms of my nutrition was to give myself a little bit of grace, which is very difficult for most women to do. But it's true. You know, it's a slow process. You took nine months to get that body to where it was to have that baby. It's going to take time to get it off, even though we want our bodies back immediately. But some of the key tools are just keeping things simple and getting yourself a plan. In the last segment, I talked about how it's important to have control of your eating before you actually have these babies so that you have one thing kind of in your back pocket. And it's it's very true. If you know how to plan, you can make much better grocery lists. You can have a plan for maybe your spouse or partner to help you cook. You can use the crock pot. You can you know do all these things to make your life a little bit easier. And just keeping things simple, like your nutrition does not have to be fancy. You can have turkey sandwiches and crock pot chicken and some vegetables and be a-okay. Like it doesn't have to be anything that's too intense. And I think it's important to stress, it's about giving yourself grace. And if someone hasn't worked with a coach before and maybe they're feeling the need after, I know with Rin, my world, my first, it flipped my world upside down. She was born in July. I was still wearing my pregnancy, my spandex pants to Thanksgiving because I'm like, that's the holidays, you know? So it took me a good six months to be like, I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to get back on track. And then with the second, you know, Nev was born in February. So summer was coming up closer, right? So it's kind of, but you kind of just got to let yourself be. And if mentally you'll know when you're ready to, get back at it. But I will say having done it during pregnancy and beforehand is probably a much smoother transition. And you might not be wearing those pants at Thanksgiving. Like I was like, that might, might not be the best case scenario, but you know, you have to, sometimes it throws you through a loop and you can't beat yourself up. No, exactly. You yourself. I mean, that doesn't get you anywhere. So really, you know, trying to have that positive mental attitude is so important because you've already got enough stress in your life, but Again, this is self-care. This is not anything more than self-care. Making your body feel your absolute best is an important part of post-pregnancy because you want to feel like yourself again. And sometimes you feel like you're pulled in so many directions. You're nursing a baby. You're trying to do all the laundry. You're doing all these things around the house and you know, trying to adjust with no sleep. It's very difficult. So feeling like you have control over one thing, you have total control over what you put in your mouth. And that might be the only control that you really have in that time. 
So it's kind of nice to know that you can actually make a handle of it. So Maggie, what are some quick go-to items that you recommend? Because I know like the sleepless nights, your day is thrown off. Do you have any like things that you rec recommend for new moms? Like keep these handy or keep a stash of this to have on hand. Because sometimes as we know, nothing goes to plan in the day. Oh, so yeah. is there anything like that? You know, absolutely. It all comes down to personal preference as to what you want to keep around, but things as simple as turkey sandwiches or granola bars will be fine. Um, you do want to really try and get your protein in though. Again, protein, I just come back to that all the time because it's always important. But things like jerky, I mean, turkey jerky is really good, so that's easy. Protein shakes are okay, you know, they may not be the most satiating, but for a mom who's really stressed for time, it might be a good go-to. So there's lots of different things that you can keep around that are pretty simple. Uh, meat but, bars, meat bars. Yeah, meat bars. <laughs> heard about those. Cavs dietitian told us about meat bars. So I've been eating meat bars. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, whatever. Whatever loves your boat. Maggie, thank you so much. And stick around, guys, next week because Maggie is going to tell us how we can eat healthy despite the crazy lifestyle of raising kids at the same time. Cause I know I need to listen to this. <laughs> she needs to help the sister out. Thank you, Maggie. We'll see you next week. Bye. Okay. All right, Mongols, we're back with five minutes of financial knowledge with Casey Gregory, who's a financial advisor at Morgan Stanley and fellow BGSU alum, go Falcons. So last week we talked about college planning and now she's here to school us on some alternate options on how we can save for college if a 529 is not part of our plan. So as it relates to our previous conversation in college savings, there are other options than a 529. Some families do not care for the 529 because there is a 10% penalty if those assets are utilized for anything outside of education purposes. Recently, the guidelines have changed as to what is considered um, an educational expense. So they are a little more flexible now, but there are some other options that you should be aware of. One of those are the Coverdale Education Savings Accounts. Those accounts grow tax-free. They can still be used to cover a variety of educational expenses, but there is a limit on how much you can contribute annually, and that is $2,000 a year. There are also income limitations. You cannot make more than $110,000 per year or $220,000 if you're filing a joint tax return. These accounts also have to be established before the age of 18 and they have to be utilized by the age of 30. So unlike the 529 where you can transfer beneficiaries and there's a little more flexibility, there are more regulations as it applies to the Coverdale. Another option is a UGMA or UTMA. Those are both custodial accounts. They're an irrevocable gift. So no take backs allowed. Kid gets some net tattoos or has a girlfriend you don't like or whatever crazy thing they decide to do. No take backs. That's their money. It is controlled by the custodian until the minors of age. And then the money can be for whatever they choose. Key there is that it's a custodian account and it is for them and you need to invest as it is for them. There isn't a limitation like a $2,000 max. You can contribute more than that, right? Correct. You can do more than $2,000 in a custodial account. 
Got it. Okay. All right. Anything another, else? Another way to save is a brokerage account. So what a brokerage account is that can be in your name or it can be a joint account in you and your spouse's name. This is an account that's used to set money aside for any type of big purchase. This does not have to be for education, but there are no tax benefits to it. It is not designed for college savings because it does not grow tax free. The benefit is that you can use the funds whenever and however you want, and there are takebacks. So in this scenario, if you're saving in a brokerage account for your kiddo, and he's not following the rules or he's doing his own thing, and you do not want that money to go for education purposes, it does not need to. No penalties associated. Got it. So if they do get a neck tattoo with a brokerage account, they can get some money, folks. You're out, dude. You're out. You're out. Got it. <laughs> there are also, there's also options within a traditional or Roth IRA. Both retirement accounts that allow for penalty-free withdrawals for educational purposes up to 10% prior to the age of 59 and a half but it has to be for your own personal education. Didn't know that, so okay. Not, not utilized for kids' education, but can be used for further education for the parents. There are a lot of impacts by using this approach. So this is a strategy that you would want to consult a financial advisor for. Bottom line, there are many different strategies and ways to save for your kids' financial future but you wanna to talk to a financial advisor about the different options available to make sure that you have a savings plan and that the strategies in place are working for your family and make sure that you're avoiding any unwanted tax implications or impacts on their financial aid eligibility. I love it. This has been so informative, so necessary for all of us. So having all of this knowledge about what you know a 529 is and all of the other options hopefully you guys have found it really informative and helpful and you stick around next week because casey is going to talk about life insurance i know we touched on it in episode eight with cynthia clark but we're going to dive in a little deeper so stick around thank you casey Mommy. Mommy. Welcome back, Mom Goals. It's time to talk five minutes of emotions this week with Kristen and I. We're back. This week, we are talking about March Madness, not the basketball games that our partners are watching nonstop, but how being inside our houses for so many months is making us mad. Mad. <laughs> We're literally going insane yes. with our children. But spring has sprung, yes. spring is officially here. And I'm telling you, I need that hope. I need, I don't know about you guys, do you just feel like it's deja vu? It's like, yeah, new year, but it feels a lot like last year. It feels yeah. like a lot of the same. So I'm really like, oh, spring, something hopeful, something I'm looking forward to, my grandpa is vaccinated. Awesome. My aunt and uncle are vaccinated. My cousins who work in healthcare are vaccinated. My parents are on the list. So fingers crossed. Awesome. Soon. So I think for Easter, because three fourths of the family is safe, we're going to try and get together for the first time. Wow, so yeah. just to have 
something like that to look forward to, right. I need right now because it's just feeling like a lot of the freaking same. And I just want to cling to some hope that things are going to get better. Yeah. I think they have to, they have to, right? They will. And as you said, spring has sprung. There is new hope and new light out there. There's a lot of good symbolism behind spring. And so I am looking forward to it and getting outside of the house more. Uh, yes. <laughs> Fresh <Yeah>. air. <laughs> and being out with the kids and getting to see neighbors and friends. We've been working hard on our hibernation period. So, you know, we're going to hold on to it a little bit more, knowing that it will get better. We're going to get out there and it'll just be good to be around friends and family again. That's right. So I know we're all feeling a little mad, going mad in our houses, but let's try and focus on things that we can be glad about. And hopefully it is getting out of the house, hearing yeah. those birds chirping. I heard them the other day. It's like sweet, sweet music, sweet music. <laughs> what? What? Birds? What are those? My gosh. So let's try and focus on the things that instead of making us mad that make us glad maybe it's seeing family maybe it's just getting out of the dang house mm -hmm. but let's focus on those things instead love it stick around because next week we're talking red silence you might not know what this is <laughs> or you might so stick around as raquel and i give the real definition of red silence and talk about what is and is not working for us. We don't That's want to right. miss it. We talk discipline, discipline. We'll see you next time, guys. Bye. Bye. All right, mom goals. That's all the time we have. Thank you for sharing your time with us. And like what you hear, share with your friends and subscribe now and turn your Mondays into mom days.